0: Will James Harden play tonight? We'll talk about that and more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Keith Pompey. Thanks for making Locked On 76 of your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical, right? Um, empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics, that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Look, y'all, today we got a lot to talk about. Um, The 76ers will play their uh, second preseason game um, tonight, which is going to be Wednesday. And um, they play against the Boston Celtics. We all know they played the Boston Celtics on Sunday. The score was 114-106. to The big question is, will James Harden play tonight? Now, the first game, James didn't play. Joel B didn't play. The Anthony Melton didn't play. Nor did Furkan Korkmaz. Furkan was basically an injury. He has an injury. He has a, a leg strain. Um, James and Joel, they're trying to ramp them up. They're saying they're trying to ramp them up to get them in game shape. And uh, D-Melt, Anthony Melton, been working hard at camp. They just wanted to give them the night off, right? So, we're going to talk about if James going to play. Secondly, we got to talk about this impact that Pat Bev has been having. I mean, Pat Bev has been balling, y'all. I mean, really balling. Like, the impact. I shouldn't just say balling. Let me say, Pat Bev, his impact uh, as far as being a leader on the defensive end has really stood out. Now, again, it's been one preseason game. We're going into the second one tonight. But when you factor in, like, the leadership qualities and all the things and how all the young guys gravitate towards him, there's something, you know, huge. And the last one, we got to talk about this ball movement, talk about the differences that I see. And and I I think – this is showing you why Nick Nurse is a guy that people want to play for. That's is what I'm seeing. But you know on Tuesday's practice Nick Nurse was asked about James, right? He was asked if if James Harden was going to play, right? And and was there um you know what was there a uh did 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 was there a decision made on it? And Nick Nurse basically came back and said, you know, it's a day out they're taking a day-by-day day approach with James. And, you know, the question was basically like, if there's any update on his availability. Nurse responded, no, not yet. Again, we are just trying to go day by day with this. Now, that doesn't sound good to me. Because they basically like typically in when you hear something like that, that's telling me that even if he knew what if he was going to play or not, he wasn't going to say it. And it's one of those things where when you're a new coach and I get you practicing with the players, and and, I mean, you got the players practicing during training camp and you're doing this, but you want to see, especially if the guy, you expect the guy to be here, you want to see how he looks with his teammates in your new system, right? It's not the ball-dominant offense that James is used to playing, and they want a lot of different guys to get touches. They want them to do this and do that. So that's here to tell me that James, now, yes, he does have to ramp up, but you basically ramp up by playing minutes. P.J. Tucker played 12 minutes the first game. James could play 12 minutes, right? So when I hear stuff like that and you know the situation that James is going through, to me, it's kind of like, well, you know, does he want to play as much as they say he does but does he want to play you ask yourself that question and the intent is to trade him right the intent is to trade him that's what he wants so is he being held out because of that so when you come back with now again i don't i'm assuming i don't know for certain but at the same time when you when, you, when a guy is going through this situation and he doesn't play, those that begs that question. Like, seriously, it begs the question is, now is this something that y'all doing because you want to get him in shape? Or is it something that he just doesn't want to play? And, you know, it's just he's on the holding pattern until he's traded or until you think he's going to be traded. You know, so there's a lot to dissect with that one right there with the whole James Harden situation. Because we all know that the, the Clippers are trying to put a package together to, to acquire him. We all know that uh, um, he doesn't want to be here, right? We all know that the Sixers want a better package than what the Clippers are offering right now. But we also know that this is something that the Sixers may be better off getting done rather sooner than later. Because, yes, from what everyone's saying, James has been a model teammate, you know. I mean, this is nothing like when Ben Simmons didn't want to play there. Now, James is coming to practice. He's doing whatever. He's staying around for – he didn't stay around. He wasn't there yesterday after practice. But there's been several times he's been there after practice working out with um, Tyrese Max, um, you know, doing all the things, laughing and joking with the assistant coaches, having a great time. But is he doing that because he feels like he's a short timer and he has no beef with them? So if I feel like I'm a short timer, I might as well make the most of it. But what happens if he isn't traded by this week? Does he continue to do that? Does he continue to like be nice and all that? Or does he have to say, okay, well, this tactic didn't work? Because let's face it, he's probably here so he doesn't get fine. <laughs> but 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 at the same time, maybe you say this tactic isn't working. And I gotta up, I gotta up the ante to get out of here. So that's something to really pay attention to, y'all. I mean, seriously. It's something to, to really pay attention to and uh to see what's going on but when we get right back i gotta talk to y'all about jace medical when we get right back after this little break you know the jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use all it takes to get a jace case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of our board-certified physicians. Just ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. You know, don't be caught unprepared. That's the key message. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. JACE handles everything from online evaluations to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing cons- uh, consultation and care, right? So that's what you gotta do, right? So, what you what do you do? Get $20 off on these life saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using the code locked on at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com. I'm telling you guys, um, again, I'm gonna repeat this again. Get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using the code On" at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Now, I want to talk to y'all about Pat Bear. I do. Pat Bev, you know the thing about Pat Bev. Pat Bev is the guy that you know. Typically, before Pat Bev, I mean, Kane, you know, you known him as a as a a, a great defender, um, you know, all NBA level defender, um, a guy who gets into people's heads, gets them frustrated, takes them out of the game, but he also can be the guy that the opposing team fans hate. Like, man, Pat Bev's a pain pain in the butt. I get him out of here. Get him out of here. I don't like Pat Bev. But if you are a fan of the team that Pat Bev is in, you love him. I mean Pat Bev can do no wrong, right? Now the thing is, you got certain guys who are leaders, right? And you got certain guys who are good for young guys. And, you know, Pat Bebb is on a team with Tobias, Joel, PJ, Danny Green, if he makes the team. You know, they have leaders. They have leaders on this team. Didn't include James because who knows if James is going to be here, right? So Pat Bebb doesn't have to lead in that way for veterans right because they already have them but the one thing i will say is what really stood out to me this last game was before the game you saw how the young guys gravitated towards pat bad talking about the two-way players the young guys jade and springer everyone it was like they all gravitated towards like he went to chapel guess what They followed them to chapel. You know, he says something, guess what? They listen. You know? And to me, it's like one of those things where it kind of like PJ Tucker, where you don't have to be the star to be the leader. And I think that it's really important to have Pat Bev on a team when you got guys like this, is because let's face it. He wasn't a lottery pick he wasn't a top guy he was a grinder man he was a dude who came up through the g league he was a dude who like made a living. now again as he is he one of the most lucrative contracts in the nba said, no but but what he does is he works hard and when you have a bunch of young guys some of them who two-way contracts weren't drafted going to the g league doing stuff like that you need a guy like Pat Pat. Why? Because he's laid the groundwork that they need to follow. He's found a niche for himself. I mean, people forget when Pat Pat was in high school, he was a bona fide scorer. The man. And we ain't talking about in Podunk City. He did it in Chicago. Went to Marshall, Marshall High School. You know, you know, good school, good basketball school. Um, So with that being said, you look at it and they say, in order for you to make it in the NBA, you have to find a niche. What are you there for? Everybody, there's a lot of people that can score. If you're playing on a team with Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, how are you going to make an impact? Seriously, how are you going to make an impact in the game? It ain't going to be scoring. So you have to reinvent yourself. You have to do the little thing. And that's what he's done throughout his career, defense, leadership. And another thing is that IQ is there. So I'm saying this to say that I feel like he's a great addition at for the 76ers. He's a great addition for the Sixers. We'll talk about more when I get right back from this break. Snap into the NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Yo, that sounds sweet to me, right? But I'm not a gambler, but I'm telling y'all, do that. Sounds sweet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, There's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NBA season. But make sure you kick off the NFL season, too. But I want you guys to kick off the NBA season, too, when we come. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Visit FanDuel.com and include money lines, props, etc., and around your team, right? So do all that. And I'm telling you, when the NBA season come, y'all got to make sure y'all do the same. Seriously, do the same. But the ball movement that the 76ers have displayed has been really good. Really good. I mean, you got guys like Tobias, PJ, D House. I mean, all these guys who last year I felt like didn't really feel like a part of the team. Now, the thing about it is that I like about it is that Nick Nurse is doing is When you see Tobias and PJ touch the ball, they feel a part of it. Like, And and when you have a guy that feels a part of it, they play defense. They do everything. Like, you have to – like, that's the biggest thing. I remember when Jimmy Butler was here. And Jimmy Butler was – you know, I remember the the, the first game that he played, he scored, like, 30-something points. First playoff game. First playoff game. They lost to the Brooklyn Nets. First – not game, but first playoff game. And he had 30-something points, and they lost the game. The next game, Jimmy didn't score a lot. I believe it was in the teens, right? And you ask him, what happened? He says, well, look, it's more important for me to get my teammates involved, Tobias, J.J. Ray right? He says, because when you get guys like that involved, they feel more a part of things. And then they, they start getting energy is better on the players when they're involved on both ends of the floor. And he was right. And guess what? It was that way from there on out. That series and then the next one. They ended up losing. And seven, the Knicks nerds on that Kawhi Leonard 4 bound shot to the Toronto Raptors. But he's right. So when you see P.J. Tucker touching the ball, we know P.J. is not going to shoot the ball a lot. But when you see him touching the ball, it's kind of sort of like, whoa, it it helps them to feel more involved, to do other things. They feel like a part of it. I mean, you know he's not going to shoot the ball a lot, but at the same time, it helps bring that other energy. Tobias Harris touching the ball. You know, the one thing you can say about Tobias is that he's not a gun, not a gunner. I mean, you know, they run some plays for him, they will, he'll, he'll, he'll do that, but for the most part... Tobias Harris is the quintessential giving up a good shot for a great shot. I mean, that's just him. So, But you got to have these guys involved. You do. Last year wasn't a lot of that. You had Tobias over here. You had um, PJ over there. You had a two-man game going with Joel and, and James Harden. And then whenever the bailout had to come, then they would give it to Maxi. So they didn't do that. You know, they just didn't. So that's just how it was. But look, I like what I see thus far. Um, We got to see what the James situation is going to be like. I think that this has to be a big week. If not, I, I think that this thing could go on for a while. And I think it could get ugly if James isn't traded this week. Um. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to let you guys know you can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts at. It's free and available. You can follow me on on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers or X, but which was formerly known as Twitter, at Pompeii on Sixers. I have the same thing on, uh, on, on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. And you can go to my Sixers Insider page on Facebook, right? You can reach me there and you can read some of my articles on uh, philly.com, right? But I want to thank you all for listening. And I want you all to have a blessed, blessed day. Deuces.